Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Across the Nerdverse. It's me, your host, Logan West, and today I'm coming at you with something a little bit more current. It is my take on the new Blue Beetle movie, which has premiered this week. I went to go see it on Saturday, and uh, I don't know a whole lot about the Blue Beetle. I know a little bit about it. It's something that I never followed it as much as, you know, maybe other superheroes, which I'm probably pretty certain is most of us, most of our experience out there, is that we were always into the big ones like Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. And so Blue Beetle has always been kind of a side character. Um, This incarnation, they're taking from the Jaime uh, Nerez version. And so I'm going to be talking about just my perspective on the movie because I don't have a lot of history, although I do know, know bits and pieces of it. I just don't know because I haven't read his current um, incarnation of the of the Blue Beetle, which I'll get to, okay? So without further ado, this is my take on Blue Beetle. Okay, so the basic is plot-free, as spoiler-free um, as I can get this. The plot revolves around Jaime Reyes, who is Latino um, and lives in this place called Palmera City, which is kind of a, a city of, I would say, polar opposites. One side is technologically advanced, people are well off, and then there's where Jaime lives, which is people are poor and just getting by. And Jaime is back to see his family. And his family is a bunch of characters. Certainly, like a lot of, uh, a lot of jokes, a lot of, you know, quips that are made throughout the movie, which has become a standard for superhero movies. It seems it's like you know, can't have a dramatic moment, gotta make sure that there's tons and tons of jokes that are thrown in there. And that kind of started a long time ago, you know, with some of the, like, Spider-Man movies, Thor movies, or especially that way. And now it seems like every movie has to throw in a lot of humor, which I don't mind humor, but the timing and the pacing is way off. It's just like, hey... Everything that happens, gotta make a comment on it that's sarcastic, funny, or silly. And life isn't just that. And plus it dilutes from those characters that are use humor as their coping mechanism. Deadpool, Spider-Man. So now everything is just a clone of that. And I think you can kind of see it in the, in the movie. It really comes out. Moist Critical talks about that on his YouTube channel. Where it's like there's a dramatic moment and then cuts quickly to a joke. And I don't know if it really, that sets the tone. It actually takes away from the tone. Makes things quite, quite a bit, I'd say. So Jaime gets back and he's off to college or has been partaking in college and wants to advance even further. Then he finds out his family needs him, so he decides to stay back and help. During with during that time, 
Um, he runs into uh, Jenny Cord, who is one of the family members of the notorious Cord family in that city, who are kind of like the Starks, and they uh, are ran by uh, the villain, who is Victoria Cord. And so, anyways, Jaime decides he's going to help his family. He goes to get a job over at the Cord Corporation, and in the, you know, debacle that ensues, Jenny Cord gives him something that turns out to be a scarab. Now, a scarab is something that, in terms of Blue Beetle history, is not, in terms of comics history, is not something that has been with the Blue Beetle all along. Originally, the Blue Beetle was a character that by the name of Dan Garrett, and it's he always kind of went back and forth in terms of being powered and non-powered. So this Blue Beetle is actually the third Blue Beetle. And so originally, Dan Garrett was kind of like a detective type, like along with the pulps. So originally, Dan Garrett got his powers from kind of a, a vitamin serum that gave him some abilities. And then he was rebooted because originally he was with Fox Comics. And then he got rebooted in terms of Charlton Comics. And then that's where he used a mystical scarab amulet to get enhanced powers with. And then after that is when Ted Cord came in who is a character in this movie, although he is seen as missing for unexplained reasons, and he was powerless. He uses he used gadgets, he used his just his own body in terms like Batman. But he had some had some beetle themed gadgets, so had a flying vehicle, had a utility belt, and they make some jokes about it, however, you know, he was kind of a secondary character in the DC Universe prior to that, Charlton Comics, the Ted Court character, since 1966. So he was consistent. He was a part of the universe. And a little unknown tidbit, or I think it is known, but it's just not widely talked about, is that when Alan Moore originally was going to uh, find characters for the Watchmen comic book series... He originally wanted to use the Charlton characters and or um, wanted to see if the Watchmen could all be existing comic book characters versus make his own. And the character of Night Owl in the Watchmen is based upon Blue Beetle because Alan Moore was not successful in his ability to get permission to use all the Charlton characters. So Night Owl was once supposed to be Blue Beetle. So, anyways, in this version, Jaime, after a series of mishaps involving his first day of trying to get a job, ends up with a, with a scarab. Although this one, in the comic book version, as well as this movie, is revealed to be alien in type. So... It kind of, the suit is kind of a symbiotic suit of armor, so a cross between Venom and Iron Man. And it has certain morphing abilities, can generate certain things from um, the wearer wearing it, 
but it's also a symbiote, and so part of the movie is them becoming symbiotic. And I won't tell you what happens, but that is a key portion of the movie is identity and loyalty to family. And so the things I liked about the movie is that I maintained a consistent theme is that there was a family and everybody in the family was working as a unit to make the the family unit the best it could be. And after Jaime gets the suit, the family helps out. The family backs him up. They back each other up, which is kind of like a super team, but none of them have powers, which I kind of like that it's family versus like, you know, a sidekick or other superhero team members. So that was something I very much liked. The piece that I wasn't so fond of was that, you know, they, again, were quite cavalier, quite um, joking around all the time, and it was quite a violent movie. I mean, by superhero standards, it was certainly not the most most gory, but it had some spots in it, and that was just treated very nonchalantly. I kind of like, I mean, Deadpool, his ultraviolence and sense of humor is almost like a symptom of his underlying mental health issues. Whereas, like, in real life, you hurt somebody, and that matters. Whereas Blue Beetle doesn't kill, and he makes himself make sure of that. Everywhere around him is violence happening like crazy. Again, Moist Critical brings it up, and I agree with him on his YouTube channel. The piece that I also uh, think was unnecessary was that it was, like, this whole subplot of Ted Cord being missing, and I was just wondering, you know, it just didn't matter to me. Like, I was just wondering why they put that in there, because they could have had him still be there and provide some mentorship, but him being missing, it seems kind of like a, a MacGuffin that is meant to be like a setup for the future versus that it matters in this movie here. I do like the motives of the of the uh, bad person, um, Victoria Accord, because she almost has the opposite view of family that Jaime does. And so I like that there was a counterpoint in terms of the thematic element of family and belonging. And, in, and there's a couple of other characters that revolve around loss and family. And so some of those, if it could have been maybe more time focused on that versus all the, you know, buffoonery of people getting killed or just jokes, then that could have, I think, went a far, far um, better distance than doing kind of like a Three Stooges sort of approach to the violence and all that. So anyways, that's kind of my take on some of those things that I like. I do think that the character in terms of powers was was very um, aligned with what happened in the comics. And I do think that there is a nice setup in terms of maybe a continuity for the next movies if they get rid of some of that mess of, you know, like I said, the Three Stooges parody of it. So, in conclusion, I think I would see 
if I were you, I would see Blue Beetle. I, nece- I wouldn't necessarily see it in the theaters, but I would make a point of seeing it because it has some some good points. Um, I feel it's scattered and all over the place, and it's a rather weak entry, which is unfortunate because the DC EU is definitely not doing a good job in the last few years of movies, especially right off the heels of the Flash movie. But it is a better movie, I think, than the Flash movie is. So, all in all, go see it. Or wait till it gets to be streaming somewhere and see it then. And that is it. So I hope you enjoyed my my take on the Blue Beetle movie. I am going to be coming out with some different... Um, uh, Stuff in the next little while. I'm working on a Elric of Malignity um, podcast uh, episode, and I kind of like that. So I hope you all have a great day, and take care out there. Bye bye.